Hey everybody, Bob Babbitt here, Breakfast with Bob from Challenge Daytona and the PTO 2020 Championship. We're brought to you by Captiva Spine, John Hall Chevrolet, USA Triathlon, Foundation Risk Partners, and the PTO, the Pro Triathletes Organization. Our next guest, one of the most decorated triathletes of all time, Olympic gold medalist, Nicola Spirig. How are you? Hello, Bob. I'm fine. Hi. And a mother of three. A mother of three, exactly. Oh, that is so cool. And when, when I was interviewing uh, this morning Lisa Norton, and we were talking about the, probably one of the greatest races in history, <laughs> sprint finish for the gold and silver medal in the 2012 Olympics, when you win the gold in a sprint fit, did you know when you hit the line or because it was a not often you have photo finish in triathlon yes well i think as an athlete you always have a feeling yeah and i thought i won but of course at the olympics you don't rely on your feeling so i was actually asking lisa what she thought yeah yeah. (laughs) and she said well i think you won but i'm really happy about Silver. She, that's exactly what yes, she said. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, but we didn't know uh, officially. We had to wait quite a long time, or it seemed a long time, yes. until they uh, had seen the photo finish uh, picture yet. I said, so I'm sure you guys have sat down with a glass <laughs> of wine and talked about that. She goes, no, because afterwards, you, you know, I, Nicola gets whisked away from media, and I get whisked away, yeah. and we've never really been together. Yeah, that's true. To like talk about Olympics it. were really, really busy, and then afterwards I had the baby, and yes. she moved on to long distance first, and so we never actually really met anymore. <laughs> that is, so she told me that they, that they had done a cake with the picture on it for her because they thought they were going to overturn, and she was going to get the gold. <laughs> so the, the cake was just sort of sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> she could have given it to me, no problem. Exactly. You would have eaten the cake, right? No problem. I would have eaten it. So have you been written out here yet? I've written it today, yes. What do you think? It's very flat. <laughs> How windy? And windy, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I've never done such a flat uh, course. Yes. So it's going to be a first for me. Well, and also a first, well, over a million dollars in prize money for Yes, one. also first, exactly. And also you've got ITU athletes, you've got uh, 70.3 athletes, Ironman, Ironman champions, athletes. everybody together. Yeah. You like that? I like it. It's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be fun to have everyone together and no one knows what to expect. So it's, it's really, really hard to p- predict how the race will go. And so when was the last time you were on a time trial bike? That was 2.14 when I did my... <laughs> Six years ago. One and only Ironman, yes. And <laughs> now I was on it for like three weeks. <laughs> so it all, But you won a whole bunch of 70.3 races, I all of them on a road bike. I did them all on the road bike, exactly, yes. Wow, <laughs> because you didn't want to mess up yourself for ITU racing? Yeah, I was... I was uh, that's one reason. I was, it was just training for me, like uh, getting some fitness for the shorter distance races. And... Most of the time, they were really hilly courses, so I thought it wouldn't make that much of a difference to, to be right. on a road bike. So for uh, when you look back at your career, and it's, it's amazing, if, from 98 to 2010, you did you know, over 13 years, 72 ITU races, 39 top 10s. That's unbelievable. When you, do you look back at some of the numbers and sort of go, was that me? That seems unbelievable. No, I actually never looked at the numbers, but I do look back. Like I was talking to uh, Gustav Eden today, yes. for example, 
and we were laughing because I did my first race with Rudy Wilde, who is also here, not a Swiss guy, in 1992. And Gustav said, oh, I wasn't even born then. <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I do look back also at like the four Olympics and doing my fifth Olympics, hopefully next year. I do look back like that and uh, has been a long time and I'm really, really happy with my career. Uh, how important has Brett Sutton been in your career? Very important. I only had two coaches in those almost 25 years. Yeah. Uh, one was my father for 15 years and then I changed to Brett and now it's him for 15 or 16 years. So he had been a huge influence for me and without him, I definitely wouldn't have that success. Have, been, have there been times, because you've, didn't you get a law degree too? Yeah, exactly. I'm a lawyer as well. <laughs> you're a lawyer. You're a mother of three. You're an Olympic gold medalist. And, and Brett told me that he learned so much because he had to adapt the training to the fact that you're going to take massive time off mm. to become a lawyer and become a mom. Yeah, I think we learned both a lot. Like, yes. um, what makes our relationship pretty special and, and really success, successful, I think, is that we have completely different opinions on a lot of topics. Yes. But we always find a way to still sit together and we always give 100%. So uh, when I went back to uh, university after Beijing 2008, the Olympics, yep. he didn't understand that at all. He said, well, now is the time to really yes. go after sports and now is your, your time in, in sport. and. <laughs> and I said, no, to me, the law degree is extremely important. To yes. have that ed education, to have that security um, is important to me. And it took us quite a long time to to sit together and find a way to move on together. But we found it. And I think that's what really makes us strong, to always find a way. So in 2020, you were able to do Valencia. Right, got that. Mm -hmm. Got yep. second in Valencia. So obviously your form is still really good. Yeah, it's okay. Definitely not not uh, perfect. I'm not the top fitness, but I don't need to be. The my main goal is the Olympics next year, so I'm on the right way. Okay, so the the Olympics is the goal, and you did the one uh, full Ironman back in 2014. It, you, any any interest in doing more? That's a long way. It's <laughs> it's a long way. Um, of course, I thought about moving to long distance. Um, one reason I didn't is my family, the yes. kids. Long distance needs a bit more training. And I don't want to really m be more away from the family than I have to. But I do have thoughts about uh, projects over the longer distance after the Olympics, but it's not true yet. <coughs> Sorry. That's okay. <coughs> it's not true yet. The other thing that, that always impresses me. I just need to see the forward. Oh. Sorry. Yep. Other thing that impresses me with you is uh, what the work you've done with kids over the years. Yep. Talk a little bit about that because yep. that's something that, that you have wanted to bring kids into our sport and let them know how great triathlon is. Exactly. Well, I was always so lucky. I always had supporters. I always had people to bring me to sports and I learned so much about, uh, about life from yes. sports like just simple things um, how to reach a goal how to overcome problems mm -hmm. um, not to give up just just really things that helped me also in my law studies or in other things of life 
And so after the Olympics, I tried to give back and we created a kid series in Switzerland. Yes. And we also founded a foundation to go to schools and to teach kids what, what sports can can uh, bring them, what, how they, how we can help them. Yes. So that's really something that gives me a lot of pleasure, and it's it's amazing to see the kids. I love it. It's great to spend a little time with you, and I look Thank forward you. to seeing you racing. And I'm sure you'll be leaving a few of the youngsters behind you. That'd be sort of fun. Well, we see. I I think um, I'm really happy because that race gave me motivation. The last few weeks, mm -hmm. it's called. <coughs> It's cold in Switzerland, yes. so to have a goal now, it, it, it was great. And uh, I did some good training, and now we see how the race goes. I love it. Nicola Spierig has been our guest again. Thank you so much for taking time. Thank you very much. Uh, again, this is a wrap for today. Breakfast with Bob from Challenge Daytona and the PTO 2020 Championship. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll catch you all tomorrow. See ya.